All right. Welcome everybody to this week's episode on Laid Back the Atira Zero Podcast. And with me, we here I have Tom. Hello, Tom. Hey. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a um, beautiful early afternoon out here in North Carolina. It's kind of it's kind of cool. It's got some um, the sun coming through, but it's kind of um, warm as well. Just sitting here <laughs> sipping a coffee. Uh, yeah, it's. it's, it's Things are good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I'm guessing the weather is much, much better out there than it is here in the UK now. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. I bet it's, it's absolutely freezing out there and bleak. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's freezing. But I have a friend. Um, my friend Amer- um, in America, you should tell me it's too hot out there compared to what you have here in the UK. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, normally in the summer, it it, um, it kills me. Like, it's I can't, I can't take it in the summer. I'm just like... I just it's the humidity as well it's the heat and the humidity and i'm just out like um sweating for like the british summer is like one to two months out here it's, it's like six to nine months it's unreal yeah there's no respite yeah so um so, sorry before before we start um tom and i tom was actually running off his phd when i started my own phd yeah um, i think you were doing your postdoc at the time yeah, I, I, rem- I remember you came through as a, as a master's student originally. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that's when we met and we used to play football together. I think. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, but well, towards the end when um, Tom was already done with his PhD and doing the postdoc, so that's when I started my own PhD and yeah, we worked in the same lab. Um, so yep. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, afterwards um. Um, Tom actually moved over to the US um, to continue his um, to work as a as as, um, as a postdoc researcher. Yep. So today we'll be talking about experiences as <laughs> let, let, let's put it as an international student and an international worker. Let's let's put it like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you think has been um your what what do you think about experience so far out there in North Carolina? Yeah, my, my experience has is, is really been that um, everything has just been kind of like flipped on its head because uh, I was expecting things to be really, really similar because of kind of cultural overlaps and the way that I, you know, I grew up watching American TV yeah. and we all speak English and, uh, and everything, you know, there's a lot of uh, two-way, the, the, the culture kind of imported and exported two ways um, between the UK and, and Europe and, and the US. And so I, I, I thought it'd be really, really similar, but it, but it is not. It is so, so um, different over here. And yeah. uh, having to, to learn um, the customs and things has been like a really, it's been a massive culture shock. It really surprised me how much of a culture shock it, it, it was, but it's, it's been it's been a fantastic experience. It's been very enriching and opening opened my eyes to a, a whole lot of different things uh, it's it's been great yeah okay so before we talk yeah. about the research and um, the perennial side of things what do you think uh, like if, um, while you were in, in the UK studying uh, working, you must have met a lot of international students do you think um, um, moving over to the US actually helps you to understand what they were actually passing through when you were in the UK Definitely, absolutely, like, yeah. like no doubt. Like, um, you know, you you think that it's it's all just going to be um, same thing, but in a in a different place, and you just have to 
get used to one or two small little things but on the whole it will all be the same it's all planet earth but but really it's it is um completely different um both from from learning the um the cultural differences and also learning the um uh, not having like the, the support systems anymore and having to build that up from, from scratch um uh, it really is you just start from ground zero and it's I, I didn't realize how much you you really do and how much you have to to start over again yeah. it's uh it, it's wild yeah and i definitely have um, a hell of a lot more um sympathy for you guys and i can um empathize a, a lot more coming over to the the uk and this is you know this is just something i've known my whole life and it's just kind of the regular the norm and it's just like hey you know where to get groceries you know just get them from the, the grocery store like normal it's fine and then you you know international students would be like which grocery store where why <laughs> this is sort of like what do they sell there compared to other grocery stores it's really like on a fundamental basis it's you can't you can't comprehend the yeah. fundamental differences yeah. unless you've you've lived it so yeah, yeah. I, can, I can definitely see yeah see that you're a lot more yeah exactly I, I remember the first time i arrived in the uk and mm-hmm. i stayed on campus at spring day and everybody was talking about sainsbury sainsbury next thing my friend was like because they were talking about groceries and people were talking about sainsbury's Lido, tesco and all and <laughs> I have no idea what you guys do. You know what? Sainsbury is so close to me, so I'm gonna just stick to Sainsbury. I, I I can't be bothered. But then um someone actually um broke it down for me and told me Sainsbury is more expensive than this, but it's cheaper than this. Waitrose yeah, is more yeah. expensive than this. Like the person had to break it down for me one um one after the other for me to understand what I was actually looking at. But but um yeah. but I think I think these are one of the things um international students struggle with and and another thing they tend to struggle with um, is also like um, um, like when you travel, the first thing that bothers you is um, I don't know if a lot of students are going to accept it. The first thing is loneliness because now oh, you yeah. are home without your family, your friends. Um, you are yeah. trying to navigate um a different environment with people people you don't really know, even though some. Some are from your country, but you don't really know them, so you're trying as much as possible to get to know them. So it's of course, yeah, it's totally different. So um, when you moved to um North Carolina, did you um find it easy to acclimatize, um, like get to know the people, or did you meet a lot of British people out there, or you just said, okay, do you know what? Um, let me get to know the other. I'm like I'm the Americans. Um, other people. How, how was it? Did you find it so easy to integrate into the system? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a question. Um, it's you know, personally, I found it um, kind of easy, but that was largely because um, a lot of the time, a lot of people just became really excited by the way that I was from where I was from. Yeah. So a, a lot of people would just hear me speak, and they just come up to me and be like, "Hey, you, the British guy, come talk to me." <laughs> so um, the, the Americans and the North Carolinians, they love it. They they really um, like it a lot, and they I, I get quite a lot of yeah I, I make friends pretty easily over here but yeah. um but then sometimes that can lend itself to being kind of shallow so people get really, really <laughs> why, why do you excited say, sorry why do you say sorry why do you say uh, why do you say shallow well so like um people just uh get excited by the fact that i'm i'm, I'm british and they only care about like the british stuff but they don't actually really so much interest it feels like sometimes they're not so interested in me they just they just want to talk to someone that talks fine 
they just they just kind of get there excited by the exoticness but yeah. once it gets yeah. past the exotic they're just like oh well i'm, I'm bored now so that, that was that was kind of it was kind of weird i find it i found it um, difficult to make deeper connections as a result yeah fair fair <laughs> but 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 you know it's something um but okay hold on like yeah, yeah, yeah because I've, I've had a lot of people like make jokes about about the british accent and uh, the, the ladies i'm guessing the ladies love it out there <laughs> say that again sorry i said i've heard a lot of people um um on um, at least on tv and they talk about the british accent and how the ladies love the british accent out there in america is it is, is it something like that or is it, is it not just the ladies or did, is it about the guys as well both the guys and the ladies uh, sorry you you keep cutting out so i keep um, uh missing out little bits of what you're saying okay so um what i'm saying is um most of the time i've heard a lot of people talk about the british accent okay oh, and yeah. then how the how the ladies the american ladies find it so fascinating oh so, 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 <laughs> yeah so so, so just the ladies or the guys as well is it is it both the sexes um or is it just the ladies it's um it's both but the the ladies definitely like it as well <laughs> huh? yeah no for real yeah i mean um a, a while back um i had to go i went into a bar to go use um uh, the atm and um the guy was just leaning against the atm and i was just like oh hey um do you mind if i just use this atm he's like hey you're not from around here where are you from and just started like chatting to me and i was i was just like i just want to use the atm just leave me <laughs> leave me alone um or i get it if i'm just every time i get i, I order a coffee or every time i go buy uh, buy something like it regardless of um of whether or not it's a, a man or a woman they, they i tend to to get people just be like questioning me about it constantly and just be like oh i just want to hear you talk i'm just going to ask you um questions all day because i just want to hear you talk I'm like, dude, I just want my coffee, man. <laughs> but, uh, did, but yeah, I mean, I mean, did you find that annoying? Oh, uh, well, yes and no. Like, I would find it annoying, but I'm a pretty laid back guy, so I, so I, I tend yeah. to not get annoying. But uh, if I wasn't so laid back, I reckon I would get real, real um, annoyed with it um, eventually. It's, it's frustrating when you just want to get surf for something or um sometimes some people even just like they just freeze they don't know what to do they just freeze and they just they just stand there with just their mouth open and i'm just like i i just the donut the donut is right there please just serve me the donut and they just freeze up yeah and, and it's just like that, that gets um frustrating but i mean sometimes sometimes it's, it's flattering and, and fun especially if like i'm i'm going out and um I just want to kind of um, relax and maybe make new friends, and it's a good it, it's a good icebreaker. But yeah. I just got to make sure that it doesn't become like the defining factor of, of a relationship. Yeah, of the, the the only reason why they talk to you. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So, um, are there any similarities you think between um, the British culture and the American way of um, doing things? What do you think? Oh, um, I mean. You know, or differences, not just similarities, but differences. What, what do you think? There's a whole lot of differences. I mean, the uh, I mean, for a start, it's, it's it's impossible to comprehend how big. Um, as a British person, it's impossible for me to comprehend how big and culturally diverse the US is. Uh, just in between different um, different regions. I mean, you can broadly divide the US into um, the Northeast, the Southeast, um, 
the, and the kind of the the West and the Midwest, uh, and then Texas is a, a bit of its own kind of a blend of the the West and the, the Southeast. And then yeah. with each of those regions, it's then the, um, the the states vary quite a bit as well. So even within you know um, the Southeast, um, starting over at um, Virginia, going down to um, Florida, and then across over to um, Louisiana. I mean, the, you know, that's all considered the, the southeast, and there's a quite big kind of cultural overlap there. But yeah. then between Louisiana, Alabama, and then Virginia, there's a that's really different. And um, North Carolina is a little bit in the middle, maybe a little bit more towards the kind of Virginia side of the spectrum. So yeah. I mean, it, it, it's impossible to comprehend how how many differences there are. And you say, oh, well, what's what's different? Well, I mean, what's different depends on which state I'm in. Uh, it certainly from from my experience in North Carolina, um, the difference has just been that people are a lot more conservative in general. Um, yeah, uh, what else? I mean, people if people are, are people are a lot more um, kind of generally friendly. They're they're a lot happier to just like stop you in the street and be like, "Hey, you, I like your shirt," or, or something like that, which is really was really startling for me. So, so um, do you think that kind of thing doesn't happen in the UK, where someone will stop you and tell you, "Oh, I like your shirt"? I mean, it it depends on where you are, but in in most of the UK, if someone stops you and told you that that they like your shirt, or your coat, like they'd be like, "Are you about to mug me?" Like people get scared of it, <laughs> you know, for real. Oh, oh, like especially oh, in London. But but now that you've mentioned mugging, um. You know, there was something that fascinated me when I moved to the UK. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be talking to people on, I'll be walking on the street, um, and then you see people crossing over to the other side because it, they think you're, um, this black dude is going to mug them. I, I couldn't understand why they were crossing over to the other uh, the street. Then it happened over and over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. Then asking yourself, what the hell is going on now? So, like, um, have you ever faced? something like that where um like people have come up because maybe um you are British and the person has a negative connotation and, and, and maybe like person has um, a negative impression of the british people and say okay do you know what he's british so he's gonna he's did you ever face that kind of situation i you know i i i haven't really so much um I feel like perhaps um, people are a little bit, uh, in general, people are a little bit less trusting at like, um, if you're walking around um, at nighttime, uh, people tend to be like a little bit less trusting in general of like individuals walking around on their own at, at, at nighttime than in, uh, than in the UK, uh, whereas, you know, everyone's always kind of, um, feels like everyone's all busy at, at all the times, especially compared to where I am in quiet North Carolina. So you know, at, at nighttime, people I feel like people try to space out a little bit and try and stay away from me. But uh, I guess that's just as like a, a man walking around at, at night. But in terms of actually being like a, a, a British person, yeah, not really at all. Uh, you know, I, I haven't experienced that. Um, I've I've heard of a, a few people um, being like um, like friends have told me that they've been um, in, a, in a situation where they've they've been talking to a group of people and they'll be like oh yeah this British guy's just moved over and someone has like piped up and been like no I don't like the British they <laughs> um, they they have no culture or they all have bad teeth or something like that 
Yeah. But no one's ever directly said anything to me, which may just be the uh, the southern passive aggression that they have in the, the southeast here. They uh, they take passive aggression to a, another level beyond uh, what we see in the in the UK, what yeah. we're normally used to, which is already big enough as it is. <laughs> but but now you mentioned passive aggression. Um, passive aggression is something I found to so normal in the UK. Mm. Um, or maybe I'm wrong, but. I feel like it's a normal thing because me, I'm not used to that. If I have a problem with you, trust me, I'm coming to your face to tell you to fuck off. <laughs> so, but, but, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, but here yeah. you, um, even if you see the person down, that's the fuck off, but you're trying to trust us to have a conversation with the other person, hey, you don't like this thing, like this thing, just... instead of the person to actually like tell you, hey, okay, you know what, I didn't mean it this way, and you guys answer it and move on, no. The person will start being so passive aggressive towards you. Um, so yeah. it, it, it's happened to me so um, a, a lot of times, and I realize it's a thing here in the UK because once I feel like I'm not happy about something, I'm walking straight to you. Too. I don't have to shout, but we can actually see that now. Tell you I don't like it, but I realize whenever I do it, um, I think some people take it like, "Why are you challenging me?" Like I think it's they feel like their ego is bruised or whatever. I don't know what it is. But then they start becoming like passive aggressive towards you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Um, people, uh, some a lot of the time, people won't be won't be direct, and um, even more so than in the UK. Yeah, I, I think you're um, you're right. People in the UK aren't used to um, being direct. They're used to just kind of like dancing around the subject rather than actually addressing the subject. So when someone actually is just um, coming forward and just being direct, and they may not necessarily even be doing it to be rude. In fact, they, they probably aren't doing it to be rude. Rather, they're doing it maybe uh, more out of respect to just be to directly address something. Um, you know, people people do find that uncomfortable in the UK. And uh, yeah, a few times um, people just haven't actually told me what the matter is. They've just kind of um, rudely uh, danced around it and be like, oh, you know, as if you would know, oh, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't understand. And, and rather than just kind of like, well, what's the problem? Tell me what I wouldn't understand. Tell me what's going on. Don't just kind of dance around it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but have you ever had the opportunity to like walk towards, um, walk up to someone and actually tell the person, hey man, can, I, can you actually tell me what the problem is? Have you ever tried to do that? You know, um, I, I haven't in the end I've tended to just try and like figure it out myself or just to walk away from the the negativity but uh you know in general um people do tend to to take that pretty well here uh eventually um you know they they may address it first of all with with passive aggressiveness but then if you if you actually just grasp it you know there's uh, it's a case of wow well, just tell it like it is you know it, it kind of um Eventually, it depends, you know, it depends on, on person to person. Not everyone is so passive aggressive, but yeah, eventually if, if you just uh, look at it directly and uh, ask about it directly, people will be like, okay, well, this is what it is. Yeah. Then I think they become quite startled as um, people in the UK might be. Yeah. But, um, but, 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 just say that, um, uh, like I said, like if someone is being passive aggressive towards me, I think uh, if, if I'm being honest, um, the person is gonna be frustrated because I'm gonna ignore the hell out of you. Like I, I, I would see it, but I'll act like, <laughs> like because I feel like if you are an adult, 
you should be bold enough to actually tell me what the problem is. But since you want to beat around the bush, I'm going to act as if I don't see you. Like I, I'm going to act so oblivious to the fact, to the point that you guess what I know. Like this guy, can this guy see that I'm annoyed with him or her? Like that's that's how oblivious I'm gonna act. Because yeah. if I, if you actually have that problem and you can't talk and you're just being passive aggressive, being mean here and there, and you think that I'm like, and you know when you ignore. It's worse. It, it pisses them off more. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like you act as if you don't know what you're doing, but you actually know what you're doing. Piss them off more because it's easy for you to actually open, actually open your mouth and say, "Hey, I don't really like this. I don't really like that." But since the person doesn't want to do it, that's fine. But oh, yeah. But now, have you ever had um had um have you ever been in a situation where okay when you were in the UK, have you ever been in a situation where um you really wanted. Um, or like any of the international students, you really wanted to tell them stuff you didn't like, and but you couldn't say it, and you ended up being passive aggressive towards them. Did you? Were you ever in that situation? And if you were, do you think you could, if you had the opportunity to go back, would you go back and actually like instead of being passive aggressive, would you rather talk to the person face to face? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely, I, I was definitely um, a person who would be passive aggressive. Um, you know, it, it was. It was largely kind of um, just poor communication skills, um, just kind of uh, knowing that I wanted something, but not knowing how to articulate it to a person. So I, I felt that I would just kind of, if I just acted bad and, 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 and with attitude and in a, uh, just in a bad mood around them, put, put on a tone, uh, tone of voice, and um, I, that eventually they would just kind of figure it out for themselves and um, I wouldn't have to tell them. But it really is just poor communication, and but, that's something which I've, I've definitely improved upon now, and yeah. I, I wouldn't do now. But, but do you think any of the any of those guys picked up on the cue, or did they just? Pick up? <laughs> uh, you know, some people it, it, some people realize that something is wrong, but they don't know what it is. Some people realize that something's wrong, and then they know what it is, and then they address it. And then some people are just completely oblivious. In fact, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell you what kind of ratio those things are in. I would suspect that probably a lot fewer people um, uh, get it than 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 you one might think. You know, um, we might we might think that it's an effective method of communication, and eighty percent of people know it. But I reckon only about ten percent of people actually pick up on what on what you're doing. So yeah, it's poor communication doesn't get the message across. Um, to be fair, to be fair, to be honest, um, it, like I know I'm personalizing it because, but. I am in that category where I can read anything easily. As long as I can something to that reminder, just look around and read whatever was being said before they said it and how it was said, honestly. But it's I thought that the person my face, I'll act as if I don't know. Trust me, that's... But, and um, I'm, I'm just saying, so if there are other people like like me, they will do the same thing. They'll act as if they don't know that you're being passive. Like <laughs> they actually know you're being passive, but they'll act as if they don't know what you're doing. They expected to actually come up to them and actually say it, but if you don't say it, the person will be like, "Okay, do you know what?" Then the person doesn't doesn't have the um doesn't want to come to my face and say it. Do you know, what? I would rather act as if I don't know what what's going on, and then they will just let you be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that, I think there are people who um yeah who like you would um kind of they know that there's a problem and they they will just they're, they're not afraid to just um to just asked directly um, what it is, what the problem is. I think in general, um, people, certainly in, in the area where I'm in, uh, yeah. a lot more um, 
willing to be bold with with um, with their statements and uh, a lot more um, yeah, bold in their communication. So if if once it gets to a certain point, um, they will just be like, "What is it that you want? Just tell me what it is. Just tell me what's going on." Um, rather than just continuing with this kind of like tension yeah. uh, it, it, it varies from uh, uh, person to person but i'd say in terms of like percentage wise there's a higher percentage of people who are over here there's a higher percentage of people who are willing to just kind of come up to you and just say what's the deal what's going on be direct yeah, yeah. oh okay so so moving on from the attitude and the passive ag- aggression um, um oh, what how 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 can you actually compare your experience so far in the America, in America, in North Carolina, to whatever you think international students are going through in the UK? What, how, how can you actually compare? Or what do you think are the similarities? Is there anything you think uh, that you're going through now that you think the international students and people who migrated from all over the world into the UK might be going through? What do you think? Oh, I mean, yeah, like you said, um, isolation and loneliness is is got to be the the biggest one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, like um, finding, even if you find people, finding people that you um, overlap with is is um, really really and make those those um, deep connections with is is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, as and, and yeah, you just feel you feel you don't have your family with you. You don't have your friends, which you built up over many years. They're they're not with you. I mean, sure, they're a phone call away, but um, they're you know they're they're not around you. And um, and yeah, it, it's it's very isolating. It can be very very um, lonely uh, not having that. But yeah, figuring out um, life for the first time uh, uh, again and um, trying to just like. Uh, not to feel self-conscious and, and anxious about the, the fact that you don't know how things work here. Uh, yeah, I bet, I bet you guys real, uh, really struggle with with the idea of just being like, "I'm not stupid. I just don't know where to buy this particular good, uh, <laughs> this particular item." You know, it's, it's just, yeah. how would I know? I wasn't born with the knowledge that that um, uh, Asda sells one particular type of carrots and Sainsbury sells a different type of carrot. Like, I, how how would I know that? Uh, yeah. But you know, for me, I became I became kind of like um, self conscious that it's just like I don't want people to think I'm dumb because I don't know where to buy shoes. No, and people but, would. But, but, I asked. Yeah, yeah, but but that's the that's the thing I really do not understand. Um, when you see um, people thinking you're dumb for asking, which I don't really get it because. Um, when I moved to the UK, anybody that knows me would tell you this. I ask a lot of questions. I might even know it, yep. but I like to ask questions. Like you get another person's perspective. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean I'm dumb, but questions are uh, like the curious mind is always asking questions. It's normal. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the UK, I found that when you ask questions, people tend to think like you are dumb or they are smarter than you. I don't really know why, which is not the case. But I don't really know why people think that. So, is, yeah. do you think that's why um, you actually held back um, instead of asking more questions to actually like get to know the people, get to know the culture? Do you think that's why you held held back? Like you don't want people to see you as a dumb person. You don't know what you're doing. Do you think that's why you held back a little bit? Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I. I I had I just kind of struggled on on my own and kind of figured things out on my own. Uh, and you know, sometimes in in life, you got to have a blend of, of um, asking questions and and figuring things out. Is it, there's there's a formula there for a blend of it. And um, but during that time uh, when I first got here, 
and still even now um yeah i, I hesitate to ask questions because i i just i don't i don't want to look dumb um uh, and that's that may be partly because uh of what you describe in the uk that's definitely a thing i, I do think in, in the uk um questions tend to be frowned upon a little bit more it tends to be uh, uh it feels a little bit more uh in the uk like like if you have to, have to ask a question there's like how how do you not just know that why do you need to ask a clarifying question if you're watching like a, a science presentation uh and someone's given a lecture and you have to put up your hand and ask for clarification it, it sometimes feel feels like everyone else in the room and i, and I think the, the way that people talk in the way that i've, I've heard from other people and, and kind of you, the tension that you might feel in the room is um well how did you not uh, how did you not get it they just explained a leads to b how, how do you not get that um yeah. but it's like it, it's it's not that simple you're asking you're asking question for, for to clarify you're asking the question to know more or sometimes sometimes you just didn't get it that time like it's, it's no big deal but um it's, uh, it seems to be on a lot more in the in the uk than in the us yeah but but but, but that's the thing i don't really understand why it, it is a problem asking questions mm. I, I i don't really understand why people frown um um upon that because um people who tend to ask more questions and ask for help are most of the time they are people um for example um if you look at elon musk and um jeff bezos and all i know we admire them they're the richest people that are successful but if you notice they ask a lot of questions so yeah such people ask a lot of questions but then why do we like they're so that's that's what I don't get. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it, uh, you're right. I guess it's it's that's just really the difference between um, the kind of culture which is which is projected and the the reality. Um, I, I think it's there's there's I can't put my finger on it, but there's something somewhere. Maybe it's um, maybe it's TV and media, uh, mm. but or maybe it's tradition. Um, but there's and like, like, like traditional um, values and um, culture kind of passed down by generation to by generation and generation. Maybe it's it's um, uh, something like that. But yeah, we've been we've been taught. Uh, certainly, I felt in the UK we've been taught to that asking questions means that you're dumb. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. The reality is quite different. Actually, the um, the curious people, the ones who ask questions. They, they're they're the smart ones and they're the ones that are getting ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Because honestly, like you know, I'm um, doing the PhD. I ended up um tutoring and teaching um while doing the PhD. So mm-hmm. um, some students, I realized some of them. Um, I had a lot of international students I was teaching at the time, and a lot mm-hmm. of them they raised their hands and they'll be so scared. And I tell them, there's nothing like a stupid question. Just ask. If you do not understand, yeah. do not understand. It doesn't matter if the other person understands. Don't be scared to add. Okay, for example, let's say you are explaining something as simple as digestion, and the other and the person doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, to actually raise his, his or her hand to actually say, "Oh, I really do not get this," um, because he or she is scared that people are gonna laugh at him or her. I don't yeah. think it, I don't think it's cool. So actually, like, try as much as possible to give them the opportunity. Um, man, do you know what? It doesn't really matter what the other person thinks of you. Um, always ask your question. The person, uh, the person can only laugh at you um, for for a minute or two, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really yeah. matter what the person says says behind you or whatever. Like, who cares? <laughs> Just ask your question. And, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and I realized the moment, the, 
every moment I did that and and actually like um reiterated on it, said it over and over again, they became relaxed and they kept on asking their normal questions. Whether it is stupid or they don't care, just ask your question. It's fine. Yeah. Um, because if you meet a lot of students, for example, I'm 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 sure you must have met this. Where because when people travel all over the world to come to the UK to study. That's the first thing they meet. Trust me, the cultural shock. Um, the way you yeah. study in Nigeria is different from the way we, the, you guys study in the UK. So the person is going to ask you a lot of. It's normal. And now, if you notice, going back now, can you think through? Do you remember a lot of international students asking you a lot of questions? Because it's normal. They don't. They, this is like a cultural shock to them. They're trying to learn this. They're trying to learn that. Did you, did you see a lot of people asking a lot of? Do a lot of people asking you a lot of questions? Definitely, yeah. I, I would I would say that the international students ask more questions um, than the, the the British home students, um, and, I, and I would notice as well that um, some of the international students would feel kind of um, might feel nervous about that and, and uncomfortable about that, or they might kind of uh, on occasion might like um, apologize or something like that. But yeah. but uh, on the whole, definitely like um, a, a lot more um, uh, questions from the international students. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah, you know, I never really thought um, too much about it. Now you mention it, it yeah, it, it seems like um, like more of a, a cultural thing. Yeah, like um, it, it's not it's not just about cultural thing because we can liken it to your experience um, out there in the United in, in in North Carolina. Because, for example, let let me give an example. When we study in, in Nigeria, um, um, it's different. Then you come to the UK, you have to write a lot of essays. For example, you have to use. Yeah. It, you have to use um blackboard you have to use this you have to use that you have to do a lot of presentations you have to do this these are not the things we are used to you see what i mean um, um interesting I, and i'm sure it's same in america maybe there are different softwares you're using out there now that you don't really use in the uk and you're like oh my head how, how do i get my head around it did that happen to you something like that so you're trying to your head around the whole thing and because of this you ask all right, you ask questions. Um, I remember um, there was I had this student who was um, doing a master's, mm-hmm. so having issues in the lab. Um, so she was, so she came to me and she was um, she um, she kept on asking questions in the lab, and for people to explain cell culture to her, and no one did. Um, yeah. So um, she was asking me a question. She didn't. She came to my office, was asking me why do we add this why do we add thing? why do we do this why do we do that and i could understand where she was and i knew she wasn't stupid i knew it's because she's 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 um she's an international she's trying to get um why do we really add this why do we really add that this is what i mean she's, she's trying to wrap her head around the whole thing so i was trying to explain to her that thing is actually um 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 it's actually um an enzyme and because um um the cells are the adherent cells actually end up sticking to the with with their protein which is protein so that the prescription up to um cleave the protein and actually get them off the container what i did that i was like okay now it makes sense in my head like <laughs> so she was like why why didn't people just explain this to her like uh which was actually in the lab and that's that was something i just couldn't understand why um anyone could like just take five or ten minutes to actually explain it to her because to me it didn't take time for me to do that so like did you find it helpful for people to maybe like you're working in a lab 
and you're struggling with the concepts concept you're trying to understand how they do this because i'm guessing uh, like america is more competitive because everything is um is a capitalist uh, country i know that so yeah you do like when you were trying to do something and you went um to one person or two people out there to ask a question um did you find frowning at you or like giving you the cold shoulder and saying okay you know what i'm not going to explain to this guy did, did, did that happen to you uh you know not really um all that much but that may um be in part as well because because of my position as a as a postdoc rather than uh than as a student i mean yeah. i guess as, as a postdoc i'm still learning it's still postdoctoral training but um it, it's certainly in my group as well um my my uh pi supervisor she um encourages a lot of questions and and she um you know you, you get told off if you don't ask enough questions um but also also she's european so maybe that's got a a little um bit of a, a part of it but yeah. um yeah it it's i on the on the whole um people haven't haven't um frowned upon it too much but i've i've certainly found it when i've um been uh, mentoring students um yeah, they they don't want to ask um, too many questions, and they feel nervous about it. And uh, they know that if they come to me, uh, I, I could, because I know this, because I know that they're going to get um, anxious about the questions. I know that if I want them to get like a full education, I'm going to have to kind of help them and, and fill in the blanks a little bit. So they know that if they come to me for a, for um, with a question, they're not going to get a short answer. If they come to me and ask me about um, trypsinizing cells. I'm going to yeah. tell them everything about trypsinizing cells all the way through because I know yeah. that it, it's important and I, I value yeah. their education. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> but it's actually good that we talked about it because I think we should actually encourage people to ask questions. I don't I, like. I don't really mind. My life is all about asking questions. If I'm if I'm being honest, I don't care who you are. I can actually ask you a question. Deep yeah. down, I know I might know that more than you i know you might not be so um you might not have so much expertise on the issue but i was still asking you a question and when yeah. you do that people think um you don't have your life so figured out but no asking questions doesn't make you really stupid it actually means that's what i think really you can actually ask people questions to get their insight and you'll be like you don't really necessarily have to do what if what they told you but you can, ah, actually yeah. think, you can actually think about it say, okay you know what Okay, I like the way this person thinks. But okay, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm still gonna I'm still gonna go ahead with my own way. But it's good. For <laughs> that. No, but it's true. It's it's good. I it's agree. Good that, like I am like that. I won't lie. Like I like to talk to people deeply to actually know how they think, and how they mm-hmm. think matters to me more than what they say. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's like, how you make connections. Yeah, but um. But but you know because um maybe I'm, I'm always out there like asking questions. It might I've, I've had people tell you um man you're always asking questions so I'm asking me because um a lot of people don't like asking questions and <laughs> get that as well. <laughs> uh, say that again, sorry. Uh, I said a lot of people don't like people asking them questions as well. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um. Okay. So um. Now that we've talked about questions, is there anything mm. else like you, you, you think um, has made your experience, your whole experience out there wholesome, or or like um, it depends on how you want to define it. Is there anything you think has made your um, wow? 
yeah, I, I mean, the the whole thing has been very um, humbling, and um, that has been that, that from that comes like a, a great period of, of growth. You know, everything everything just kind of like I say, it's everything started from from zero again, and um, and having to re relearn everything and to really. Oh yeah, it was it was it was that that um, humility um, really was a great period of growth for me, um, emotional uh, growth, uh, intellectual growth uh, on on so many levels, and um, I think I think I've become much more um, richer as as a person as a as a result, and I'm I'm yeah. so glad that I've um, taken this experience, and I never thought that this would happen. I didn't, I did, I you know I figured that this was just going to be a job, this was going to be um, a regular thing. I didn't think it would be that different from uh, from life in in the uk you know things may be different but i didn't think that i would change as a person but i see how much i, I have changed as a person um yeah. through learning new cultures and new perspectives and new ideas and and through having to kind of stop and take a, a step back and look at myself and and, and a little bit more and, and be a lot more self-aware uh that that has been being able to break down to, to zero again and rebuild has allowed me to i feel like like come back stronger yeah. um it's, it, that's that's been fantastic um i feel i feel real good about that um you know i'm, I'm normally i'm normally like a, a pretty um uh humble guy but i i feel really good about the the, the growth which i've i've done through um through having to start off again and and look at myself yeah like now that you just mentioned that you're mad I really enjoyed um, having you in the lab when I actually started out because you were you were one of the ones I could go to um, go to and ask any question. I remember I think I asked a lot of questions. Yeah, I'm talking a lot of. I think I think we even talked about late in the night when we were, when we were working in the lab downstairs. Um, we talked about music. We talked about so many things. Like you were one of those people I can actually I could actually walk to and talk about so many things with. And I actually actually enjoyed talking to you back then. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> For real, I I still remember um, Kekwano, Kedu. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you used to say it now. So, what are you supposed to reply, Kedu? So, what are you supposed to reply? Then? I said, I said, Kedu. He's like Kedu, Kedu. Yeah. So no, like, when, when yeah. someone tells you Kedu, so what are you supposed to say? I can't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> but anyway, this, so I'm, I'm, this is gonna be your assignment. So next time you're on the podcast, you're gonna tell us what the, what the reply is gonna be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'll look so it this, up. Yeah. So this is what we're gonna um round off. Um, it's been a lovely time talking to you, Tom. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks very much. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I enjoyed. I, I, like I said, I always enjoyed talking to you. You're one of those people I, I could actually like just see that just. Talk to, we could talk about so many things and i really enjoyed my time absolutely with you. yeah 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 and i hope you have a wonderful time out there in the sun in north carolina and maybe next in um you, you're gonna be the next maybe the next um Elon Musk. who knows <laughs> <laughs> i wish we'll see <laughs> you never know but anyway yeah um thanks for coming on the show and we'll talk soon yeah talk soon see you later right. bye